Do you know what time it is? It's that time again with Cindy Gern, who has the latest news about employment trends, current opportunities, and innovative strategies for managing a career on WERA 96.7 FM in Arlington, Virginia. Hi. Uh, today, we would like to invite two outstanding young gentlemen. I think you're gentlemen, aren't you? Yes. Okay. Uh, that won the 2017 uh, hackathon. It was uh, put on by Virginia uh Fairfax County Government and the Virginia Department of Transportation. And it was called the Transportation and uh, Mobility, not nobility, but mobility of, uh, of, transport, of transportation. Is that it, right? Uh, and uh, I'm going to have them tell you about their, uh, their, their, what their project was that uh, came in and where they, how they won and what they won. And I, I attended part of the, uh, the event on the last day and the, the last part of it. Uh, it was in Reston, Virginia, and uh, it was it was very well uh, put, you know, organized and put on. And I was uh, I was very impressed with the caliber of finalists that they had. And uh, so they're going to tell you where they came in in the finalists, but they are outstanding, and their product is very very exciting. So uh, Brian Westerhouse, uh, and, Britain Westerhouse, and uh, Brendan Freehard. Brendan. Britain? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brent, uh, Brendan and Britain. I know. Are you so, British? Are you? No. Uh, it, yeah. <laughs> it, it's just the name that my parents liked. They actually, they, they knew someone else named Britain, a neighbor, and decided that was a great name. That name is destined to go into the uh, books of uh, people who who have accomplished great things in their <laughs> field. Well, thank you. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of other really smart Britons. <laughs> I don't know whether that is true or not. Um, so, uh, so first of all, can you both give us a give the listeners and me in particular a uh, an overview of what hacking is and what it means and uh, and uh, so and if what you won and how you won it. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. So hacking, uh, as is usually talked about, is not really the same thing as what we were doing. But in, in a hackathon like this, uh, what they're really referring to is is kind of focusing in a short period of time on one issue and you know, solving a problem in, in you know, 24, 48 hours sort of thing. Sometimes it's even shorter. Like yeah. our, our company put on a hackathon, um, and they can't see, but I'm air quoting, you know, um, <laughs> that... Uh, Is air uh, quoting? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was three hours. And so you, you try to kind of, again, air quoting, hack a particular problem by taking, in this case, um, Virginia's, you know, large set of data and saying, what is a solution that you can build around this in a, in a short focus period of time, almost like a cramming for a final exam or something like that? And so the younger you are, the easier it is to do, to participate <laughs> in this because all of us know what it's like to cram. At the yeah, cram. Yes, that's true. <laughs> it's exhausting. <laughs> so do you, are you given the, uh, the subject matter before you enter a hackathon or, or are you surprised by it? So we were given uh, plenty of, of heads up. Uh, we had access to the data source, uh, data sources about 
two weeks ahead of time, I think. Yeah, the the data source was actually on our radar. Yeah. There was some press done around the Smarter Roads initiative because um, a lot of cities right now are trying to open up their transportation data for kind of, you know, a multi-pronged type of uh, access to it. So you would either spur economic growth around what you can actually do with that data. Perhaps entrepreneurs like us can create products with it and also increase the safety or the efficiency of your traffic program. So like, for instance, D.C., for I think a year now has had a, uh, what is it called? Project Zero? Have you heard of this one? Uh, not sure. Project Zero, so <laughs> um, not that I'm the spokesperson for it, but uh, <laughs> Project Zero uh, is an example of, I think, Muriel Bowser, our mayor, uh, taking the um, like stoplight data, crash data, and saying, is there a way that we can ha- get to zero pedestrian deaths um, in some amount of time? And that's pretty similar to what Smarter Roads in Virginia opened up a few months ago. So we already were familiar with the data once the um, once the hackathon kind of criteria came out a few weeks so ahead. So it was part of the Smarter Roads initiative, is that it? Correct. Right. And so what kind of data is, is there that you have access to? I think you're better to answer that question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're the data, data uh, engineer. I'm supposed to be, yeah. <laughs> the um, So the data, it was really interesting actually. There was there was a ton of geographic data. So you have your roads, you have um, you have stuff like intersection counts, you have stuff like uh, historical monuments, um, which is an actual data point. Like you can actually say here is the longitude and latitude that we consider um, historic scenic Virginia, okay. for instance. Um, you have that kind of transactional data I was talking about before where you have crashes. What's about, what you know, what type of crash was it? What type of, what time of day was it? Um, how many people were involved? Were there fatalities or act, uh, injuries? Um, uh, what else did they have? They had work, work zone data. Um, they had, I think, signal phasing for um, the the stoplights even for some of the some of these data sets were were more limited than others right like I think that the stoplight data was you know they they said hey I think it might have been even Arlington hey Arlington can we have your signal phasing and so it'd be like certain municipalities you could actually pull in and see how long was a stoplight going to be for in this corner of Arlington um, I'm I'm leaving a few off but okay. it's essentially those that was the flavor of data that you, that you could get. Well, uh, if uh, people in D.C. Uh, are listening, change the phasing of your red lights. <laughs> <laughs> Pay attention to the data. I mean, uh, on uh, M Street, where the new uh, wharf is. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. This is every light. As soon as you t- change it, it's red <laughs> as you go on it. So uh, were there any <laughs> were there any data data points that you you felt could have helped you in your win, which we haven't talked about yet? But uh, did you feel that there there were some data points that were missing and that were would be helpful? Uh, well, I guess one of our biggest struggles was um, you know, we looked at uh, crash data, and uh, we wanted to n- normalize that to uh, traffic volumes. What is normalization? <laughs> that's that's outside Good of the point. scope what of this. Uh, <laughs> uh, right. So why don't you tell them what normalization is? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, so if I have uh, if I have a road of uh, twenty thousand people driving through it every week, mm-hmm. 
um, and there's only one crash. Um, or let's say that there's a, this is a bad example. So 20,000 people, there's 20 crashes. Let's put that easy. Yeah. That's, that's a much better, yeah. Um, uh, and then, uh, Britton, I want you to be doing the math in your head while I do this. Uh, and then you have another intersection where about four or five cars pass every day, uh, every week, and there's five crashes, right? So um, would you say that that second intersection is safer because there's only five as compared to 20? No. You would probably. Did I not? I thought that was a good example. <laughs> that was a, that was a bit of an extreme uh, number you had there. I was, everyone, to, I was going that. for the edge cases. Yeah. So essentially, yeah. the 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 actual raw number of crashes, for instance, I'm using crashes in this example, um, it doesn't really tell the whole story. What tells the whole story is if you have an incredibly busy road or intersection, you want to know per how many vehicles actually going through does some certain event happen, like a crash. So if you have some intersection that only has a few cars going through it every week, but there's, you know, five crashes, that's actually, five is a huge number, mm -hmm. really, really big number. Um, that makes up, you know, almost half of the people who go through will crash. So you would actually want to focus on that before you did this much larger um, number of crashes going through another one. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I, yeah. I can understand that basic, so, basic so math. So that, that is all to say that is a normalization of mm -hmm. the data. So yeah. you normalize it to, in this case, per capita or per, per vehicle. Per vehicle. Yeah. And uh, and so you're saying that, that that was some some of the data points that were missing that you had to so th not exactly missing but the the data formats were not not playing well together it was um, you know each each type of data had two or three different or each uh, source data had two or three different uh, formats you could pull it from and they didn't always match up well. Uh, in the formats, I, I know from previous uh, conversations with people that formats are very important. If you go from one jurisdiction to another and they're counting data in a different way, it's yeah. very hard. I and mean, that's hard, half of what <laughs> your it's data and analytics is, isn't it? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So More than half. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, so, that's kind of an interesting, um, even when you're talking about traffic volumes, it's measured differently uh, at intersections compared to uh, stretches of road. Because if over stretches of road, it's normalized <laughs> for the length of the road. Yeah, right, I, I understand right. that too. <laughs> I passed. I passed uh, phase one of this test. Okay, uh, so roll the drums. Da, 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 da. What was the award you won, and uh, how did you do it? <sighs> okay, I'll say it. <laughs> yeah, so um, we got second place, um, uh, which is. I guess the award we won was second place of uh, uh, transportation and mobility hacking. <laughs> um, and uh, the prize money was uh, $2,000, I think, mm -hmm. came along with first place right. did you get or second it? place. Did you get to keep the money? <laughs> no, no uh, went to charity. Yeah. I went to charity. I actually I donated see. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go ahead. It was right around Thanksgiving, so we didn't, <laughs> we forget, the, the didn't forget the giving killed, part. Killed, killed, killed. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, what we did was, and as you said, it's even more than half of, of the battle, was, was working to get some of the data to play well with one another. Um, again, it's, it's this format called shapefiles that we wound up using. Shapefiles describe geographic locations. Um, and specific to, you know, real life, the, the coordinates will be lat latitude and longitude, right? So we tried, we, we basically used a method of um, creating a shape 
we're using the word shape too many times. I'm creating a box specifically <laughs> around each intersection so that within that box we can actually map that data to crashes that happen within that intersection. And we chose intersections just because it seemed like a, a good, um, what's good the expression? Target. Yeah, you pull, you pull the thread on the sweater. Mm -hmm. um, and so a lot of the heavy lifting was done um, there uh, and then what we were able to do through that normalization um, was get a much clearer picture as to how dangerous or not dangerous the intersections were um, with the intention of building some type of um, learning around it. But what we were able to do uh, right then in the hackathon was create an index. Um, so it would say how dangerous an intersection would be when compared to similar intersections within its cohort. Think back to the example of people, you know, a very small intersection versus a very big one. Mm -hmm. So you actually got a, a true picture of, okay, this is a, for instance, our index went up to 10, I think. Mm -hmm. This is a nine. That means that it's not that it has more crashes relative to all of Virginia. It compares based on characteristics um, that intersection with other intersections. Um, have similar characteristics. Have similar characteristics, yeah. Mm -hmm. Again, the cohort analysis is uh, kind of the, mm -hmm. the similar concept. Um, and then Britain here. Yeah, so uh, then we wanted to tie that into um, what our company already does. Uh, some of our, our biggest best-selling products are uh, variable message signs. So they, uh, you know, typically they might say, tell you to slow down or, or tell you if an event's going on. Mm -hmm. um, they can also have dependent messages based on your speed if you're going uh, below the speed limit, it'll just say have a nice day, but if you're going above, it may tell you to slow down. Uh, and the police were there to also remind you, because I've been there, okay? <laughs> 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 right? Right, right. Paging um, DC. Yeah. Uh, so our idea then was based on that index, you, uh, we would push a message down to our sign to tell people that this particular intersection at this particular time is dangerous. Um, so. Oh, so it's real time that you're doing this. I mean, you could have your, you can take this project and this data and apply it to your commercial products. That's that's the idea. Yeah, yeah, and maybe ninety percent there. <laughs> yeah, I, th I think not even just that it's a commercial product we have. It's it's really that we we wanted to use and leverage our um, existing competencies, which is that we would be able to at least pull one lever of affecting traffic, um, and that is connecting to a variable message sign. Um, but we also do, we could push information to uh, smart cars or even, I mean, in the future, automated vehicles so that they could take in that information and, mm -hmm. and respond. I want to ask you some questions about that in, in a moment. Uh, so you were able to, to show that what affects traffic uh, accidents? What 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 does I'm in interested in knowing what what does affect tra numbers of well, traffic accidents? It yeah. was pretty groundbreaking. We found that when there's a lot of cars, there's a lot of accidents. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Drivers right drivers seem to be you know in our findings 100 percent of the cause. <laughs> no, oh, really? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Not autonomous cars yeah. yet, but yeah, uh, yeah. okay, the drivers. Um, Britain, I don't know. Did you have a good answer for that? No, but I, I can try. Um, 
medium answer. I'm just, yeah. Right. So, hey, by the way, uh, you can't see this, but uh, we have. Th- they're going to a Christmas party afterwards, <laughs> and uh, Brendan has an ugly sweater for his Christmas party, and uh, and and uh, Brendan has a striped shirt because he's much more professional, conservative, <laughs> responsible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I have neither you of those things. But <laughs> very, okay, I'm just, just not wearing a sweater. That's okay. all. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, so I guess um, I was trying to remember back to. Uh, but Kent, uh, Kent's our, our product manager. Um, he uh, went through the presentation um, as we as we were uh, presenting. Uh, he was talking about the story of how we, we came to it and uh, came to the factors we were looking at. I remember one thing we looked at that was not uh, not shown to be a factor was uh, the release of iPhone, <laughs> different the different iPhone releases. It was interesting because uh, I was it the first one. Do you remember which iPhone? The first iPhone release did. Show a, a uptick in accidents. People um, texting or reading their emails. <laughs> we can't say. But yeah, we, we can't know say that there's a correlation. There's not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we were curious to know if we could show a meaningful impact of iPhone releases on traffic accidents. Um, it, just for fun, actually. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah. The, and, he, and you saw that? You saw it? Our, our boss is adamant that millennials are a, a huge <laughs> cause of most accidents in the world. So we... Uh, we <laughs> yeah, no. but I, I think what the data may have shown well, is that people with got... Generation G or Z. What are they going to be responsible for? Okay. Uh, no, I was just saying, uh, I maybe the uh, what our data found was that uh, as people got used to uh, texting and driving, they got better at it. So subsequent releases didn't. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, all those who are listening, do not use your phone while you are driving, of regardless of what <laughs> the research is showing. Yeah, right. The, so, so the accidents, it was all driving and pedestrian and people that are crossing. I mean, right. I think that's a major problem today, people crossing the streets and getting hit by cars that aren't slowing down. There seems to be a disregard for rules. Mm-hmm. Am I right or wrong? Yeah, there's a lot to unpack there. I mean, I think it's it's difficult uh, to say in one place or another what's causing it. Like in D.C., our, uh, our uh, right to, to be a pedestrian, I guess, is much different than other parts of the um, area, right? So like in Virginia and um, Maryland, I don't know that Every time you take a left turn, you might kill ten people. Um, but when you come into the city, that's the case. It's a different, yeah. And you know, and we have diplomats too. That doesn't help. And <laughs> the diplomats can't help. Yeah, um, sorry to derail. I, I can't answer that question with certainty. <laughs> well, but he, did you? Uh, d- is that one of the factors you looked at, though? The actual fatalities. Yeah, actually. like so, we looked at fatalities, but we um, we didn't. Uh, not to complain about the time. I, I think that, but. Not as an excuse, but just as a, a goal, we we didn't completely f- zero in on the type of fatality or create a ton of resolution around um, that. Uh, what a lot of people tried to do at the hackathon and and no, not to a, a great avail was actually stand up a machine learning model, which mm-hmm. um, use a lot of data, right? A lot, a lot of data, mm-hmm. and so um, we felt that we created a better foundation for a machine learning model, but we didn't um, actually Use a machine stick it out there. Yeah, out right. There. Which which would give you a uh, better answer than my kind of conjecture about what would cause that. Okay. Well, I'll throw a loop into this conversation. If we had autonomous vehicles and you weren't driving or nobody was driving, would we have fewer accidents and fewer fatalities at crossroads? 
Uh, short answer is, is yes, but that's that's has to come with a lot of buts. Right. I'm thinking about that because every day there's something in the paper about somebody being hit, and I can't believe we have that many dumb people crossing the streets. <laughs> 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 you can see that as well. Um, so tell me, <laughs> yeah, they're looking at each other as a dumb, dumb person. Well, who came in first, though? What was that? What was the first? We don't uh, talk about that. Uh, <laughs> no, no, kidding. no, no, no. Was, yeah. there, there was another uh, uh, traffic company called E-Trans. Um, I guess their uh, their concept was, uh, so it was an app on your phone for uh, the visually impaired. Uh, and and actually, they're driving, right? Well, no, no. So, yeah, well, this is this ties back into... <laughs> Ties back into pedestrians. <laughs> yeah, okay. pedestrians. Yeah, yeah. They're they're still allowed to walk though. So um, it would mm-hmm. uh, talk to smart, uh, you know, cross crosswalk signals mm-hmm. and uh, tell them when it's time to walk. Uh, you know, because sometimes there are s- smart crosswalk signals that actually say walk. That's intended for the vision impaired. But that's to be an app that would uh, provide that for them. And they also had the idea that if as they were walking, they were veering off the uh, the crosswalk, it would it would notify them as well. We have a, a talking app by where I live, and uh, so I'm training my dogs to sit until <laughs> it says clear and go. <laughs> I mean, I can't think of anything dumber than my dogs. So. <laughs> That's amazing that you're, you're throwing them into the Internet of Things. <laughs> they are now Internet of Well, why not? E. People have dogs, <laughs> and they, they're children, and I don't want them yeah. to be heard, and, and they have to listen to the traffic signals as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, 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 so come coming full, uh, full around, we're going to talk about you and your careers and how you made it. But tell me, what company is, what is your company and what do they do? Britain's a veteran here. I'm going to continue to refer <laughs> to him. Uh, yeah. He's been there for four years. Yes. Four and years. how long have you been there at your company? Uh, just shy of a year. Let's call it, let's call Dry it a year. year? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, our company is All Traffic Solutions. Um, been around for uh, 15 years or so. I'm not sure the, the exact number. Um, we are uh, one of the leaders in uh, connected signs. Uh, as I said, we have uh, speed speed displays. I'll just show you speed or uh, radar message signs. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we were one of the, f- actually a pretty early IoT company because we've been having connected devices for quite some time where uh, there is a web portal of some kind that you can change the settings on the sign, change the messages, change the speed limit. The total vanguard is what he's trying to say. That's <laughs> IoT is Internet of Things, if you don't know. So go ahead. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, we've been doing that for some time. Um, and actually, uh, pretty recently, we uh, secured a, an investment and have been experiencing a lot of growth. So we are getting into a lot of bringing in third-party products into our platform. So we are able to change change settings on those devices and also pull in their data to give to our, our great data engineers. Um, and you can also turn dumb devices into smart devices. That's right. Because we all, we, we have, have devices a, like, what's a dumb device? <laughs> your dog, Me, it sounds like one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so any, any, my dog is very smart. Anything that doesn't, well, Britton, let me say it, and then you can correct me, or maybe we'll edit it out, but I believe what that means. Uh, so if, if you have a device that doesn't actually have uh, uh within the device connectivity to the internet, um, but does have, for instance, like uh, you could plug it into a Bluetooth device. We actually have a channel for you to take those devices, which aren't actually necessarily supposed to be used in an IoT um, Mm -hmm. network and send data 
uh, back and forth to those, quote, dumb devices. Okay. I'll just say, I think it might be a little more precise to say connected devices. I like dumb, but okay. Connected devices. (laughs) Okay, now, the final final, uh, questions I'm going to ask you or have to do with you, 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 how you got here, what your background was, uh, who wants to go first? Brendan does not. I will go first. Okay, Brendan will go first. He will tell us how he got to here, where he is, and where are you, first of all. Where am I? Where are you? I think I'm in Arlington. Um, Yeah, so I went to uh, GW, George Washington University, um, which is a local school. I hear you're an alum as well. Yes, yes. Hell to the buff. No, yes. Uh, (laughs) I'm from Pennsylvania, though, too, so there's that, that part. So I grew up in Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. So we all have something in common. That's where it stops. Yeah, it was tough. I'm a, I'm a, my family's uh, New York Giants fans. Um, So school. You survive. Well, you survive. Okay. Um, Came to DC in 2006 for school. Um, Majored in physics. um, uh, And I started after school, after um, my undergrad, that is, in uh, data science. So it was, it was still, you know, I can't I can't say for sure, but I, th- I think you would you would think of it as an emerging field at that point. Yeah, um, it was <clears throat> roughly 2009 ish. Mm-hmm. It, it started. You started seeing companies get really big contracts, and I think the um, arc of especially companies like Google, their business models finally starting to go. Oh wait, data is super 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 valuable. You know, I think. Um, Instagram got bought by for a billion dollars. It was about $23 per user. So that's how much the premium was set as one minute. <laughs> we have one minute to go. So one minute of the entire yeah, program. Yeah, one minute. Okay. Okay. Britain. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I worked in data science and so now I do data analytics. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So 50 seconds. I, uh, I went to the University of Pittsburgh for computer science. Um, you know, I'd been kind of programming uh, in one way or another since I was about uh, ten, uh, 10 or so. And uh, then when I got out of college, you know, I worked at one company, worked at Penn State briefly. It's, uh, you know, from State College area. Uh, and then, uh, you know, I've been looking at, was looking at a lot of jobs. And um, I, I can't even say that this company particularly struck out of me at first, but <laughs> <laughs> work, uh, it, the, it turns out that the problems in traffic are very interesting, uh, have a wide, you know, wide-reaching impacts on everyone's life, and it's it's a uh, you know just really interesting problem. And I guess that's that's kind of what's kept me here for four years. Definitely. I think you are both lucky to be in transportation because uh, transportation is the new whatever. Uh, everybody is talking about transportation, the smart city grid. Uh, you know how you how you maximize the transportation, autonomous versus human mm-hmm. drives, etc. Uh, so, what has been the most difficult thing you've had to learn in in, in, in the job? Uh, GIS data. Uh, really? No. Uh, difficult thing is, I I mean, I've been really, really trying to work on my machine learning skills. Uh, so that's a quick, simple answer for me. And you? Uh, I I suppose it would be big data. Um, you know, that's, that's something we're just starting to get into, but there's, there's a lot of new technologies, new languages to learn the, the pretty steep learning curve with that. Right. I can think of a lot of other questions I would like to ask you both, but unfortunately, You'll have to have us on again. I'm going to have to have <laughs> you on again. It's been so much fun. Uh, we have had uh, Brennan, uh, Brennan, uh, 
was a Freeheart. Yes. And Britain West uh, Westerhouse. Right. Uh, both from ATS, a company that is uh, focused on traffic and signs and, and, and the connectivity of all this of Internet of Things, but signs in general. Mm -hmm. And uh, so uh, we want you to come back, uh, and uh, thank you very much for, for this time with us. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you for tuning in to The Workforce Show. This interview and others can be found at WERA.FM or at CareerCentralOnline.com. Thank you for listening. Until the next time.